0: Kids, I reckon that you can stand up again on your seats, not the adults. All right, Dean, get down. All right, you're at an age now where you're standing up the heights, isn't that good? All right, so, uh, all right, so I want us to give a huge welcome to Miss Angela as she comes to preach the word today. Well, hello everyone. It is so nice to be with you all this morning. Kids, you need to get down off those chairs, please. That would be great. Hello, Redcliffe and Mauryfield and people watching online. It is so nice to see you this morning. I have... Um, If our server teams and some of our kids leaders could get our kids' packs and start handing them out, um, that would be awesome. In Morayfield and Redcliffe as well. That would be great. Now, if you are two or three or four or five or in prep today, you're gonna get a pack with an orange picture on it. And if you are in grade one, to grade five, or if you're even in grade six and you're here today, you might want to take one too, because it's got a snack in there and lots of fun things for you. In those packs is some coloring in to do about what I am talking about today. So make sure as you do that, that you're listening along and joining in as well. And kids across all our locations, because we're in big church today, I need you to remember your GLOW guidelines, okay? Can we do that? Can we remember our goal guidelines? Yes? Can anyone tell me while we're still handing out packs what our L stands for? Does anyone remember? Olivia, do you remember? That's right. Listen, learn, and respect. And so if you are a kid in church today, I know it's really hard to be quiet, but we need to remember to listen, learn, and respect the people around us so that they can hear. So if you need to talk to mommy or daddy, you need to whisper for me today. Is that cool? Awesome. Well, it is a privilege to be with you all this morning and I'm praying that today you get a sense of what fun and joy it is to have childlike faith. You know, Christ calls us to come to him just like children, to be innocent and without fear and full of awe and wonder at what possibilities lie before us through him. You know, I get to see that every week in Kids Church. We worship and praise God with such freedom. We pray long prayers and really, really short ones as well. We read the Bible together and we find out the amazing stories of God and the mysteries that He has for our life. We talk about our sponsor child, Abrani, and we have heaps of fun. And so this morning, I want to let you know that Kids Church is the place to be. (laughs) But we have a video that we're going to watch now. It's from some of our volunteers and some of our kids telling you what they love about Kids Church and they have a special message for you. Uh, 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 Serving in kids is so much fun. We have an awesome team and it's always heaps and heaps and heaps of fun. It is great getting to see young people and just God using you to call out their gifts, call out their talents, and encourage them, teaching them how to worship, how to pray, and how to love God. I love it, and I would love for you to join our team and make our team more big and more fun, because the more, the merrier. My favourite thing to do at Kids Church is learning learning about God with friends and telling it to others. I love serving and being part of the Kids Church team, because it's awesome seeing the kids' lives impacted for Jesus. and it's great because you don't actually miss out on church at all because we've just run our church program for the kids. It's awesome. Hey, everybody. I'm Deb, and I serve in Kids Church. It would be great if you would, if you feel a call in your heart to come and serve. Come along. It's lots of fun, and it's very rewarding. We'd love to see you there. I love Kids, I love kids Church. I love Kids Church. I love Kids Church. <laughs> I love serving in kids' church because I get to bring the Word of God to children that are just so hungry and desperate for it and that I know will become the next generation of youth kids who are hungry and desperate for it and then will become the next generation of leaders that are hungry for God. So I just love that when they're so small, I get such a big impact in their future life. We love serving in kids! I love being on Kids Church. It's just such a privilege to be able to share with these kids how much God loves them, how much he cares about them, and how special they are, that he made them unique, and that we can just share with them his love. We want them to know that every time they come, they're loved and accepted, and we just value having each and every one of them up here to be able to just share God's word with them. So thank you. We love having you. I love eating snacks at Kids Church and the dancing for Jesus. I've been doing this since I was in kids' church. I helped out and ran some dances when I was like five. And when I graduated from primary school, I've been a leader ever since then. And it's so amazing getting to work with these kids. And I'm a youth leader now as well. And I work, I see kids on a Friday night that used to be my little ones in kids' church. And it's so amazing getting to watch them grow and to watch that journey and just see them grow more confident in their faith and see them grow in their relationship with God. We love Kids church. It's a best. I love serving in the kids' ministry. Uh, I get to hang out with the very cute kids that emerge. Uh, and I really love being able to bless uh, other mums, especially, and they can send their kids in and I can bless their kids and they can be blessed in church. I uh, only serve once a month. So it's really, really doable um, and I just love seeing the growth in the kids as well. So being able to start out when they're cute little two-year-olds and then seeing them progress to go up into the older kids, it's really exciting. Hey everyone, I'm Ann and I love serving on the kids team. I get to hang out with awesome volunteers and um, see kids' lives impacted for Jesus at such a young age. You might be wondering a little bit about what we do in kids. We do craft, we read stories from the Bible, we play with Play-Doh, we get to eat snacks, we might play some handball do some Lego and play cards. We also play a lot of games and do praise and worship tithes and offering just like your normal church service, but it's catered for kids. It's so much fun. And so if you think that's something you might be interested in, come and chat to myself or one of our team and we'd love to tell you more about it. You don't get thrown in the deep end. We will train you. We'll make sure you have a blue card and we'll start you off in a great group. We'll pair you up with someone so you can, um, see what it's like um, to serving kids. We also have a sign-in team. If that's something that you think you could do, it's super easy and super important. It might be that you are great at giving high fives and welcoming children into church, making them feel seen and known. We'd love to talk to you. We would love for you to come join us at Moray Field location, looking after the amazing kids. Come join us at Redcliffe. Come join us at Warner. Awesome. Well, we're really passionate, passionate, and I think you can see that in our videos about our kids at Emerge and our next generation. And maybe you might feel the prompting today to come and join our team, and that would be amazing. Go and find someone at your location who serves on kids or talk to a leader, or you can sign up at The Hub. And if you don't want to serve, that is okay, but I would ask that you would pray with us and pray for us, pray for our leaders who share the word and pray for our kids that each week they would come and they would experience the Holy Spirit for themselves, that they would be protected and blessed as they grow up in this world. All right, well, recently I heard a story from Corrie Ten Boom's life. And for those of you who don't know, Corrie lived a long time ago and she helped many Jewish people um, escape the Nazis during the Holocaust in World War II. So she had a pretty amazing story, as you can imagine. But today I want to share a snippet, uh, a story that she told um, about from when she was younger. So she might have been young, maybe like in grade, I don't know, five or six. So it's like some of us that are here today. Corey's dad was a watchmaker and they had been out of town on the train to go to um, buy some supplies and some watches and things like that. And on their travels, as you do, she heard many stories and when they were walking in the streets, she heard things from other people. And um, as... Parents and teachers know kids often have a lot of questions from what they hear. And on the way home on the train, she started asking her dad these questions. Now, sometimes questions can be a bit challenging or surprising, and they can be tricky to answer. And these were the type of questions that Corrie was asking on the way home. And so this was her her dad's response as she wrote it in her book. He turned and looked at me, as he always did when answering a question, but to my surprise, he said nothing. At last, he stood up and lifted his travelling case off the floor. Now, I have a big travelling case here, maybe just as big, it's very heavy, maybe just as big as what her dad had, full of watches and things like that. And so he picked it up and he put it on the ground beside her and he said to her, will you carry it off the train for me, Corrie? And so she got up, and she tugged at it, and she tried to pick it up. But of course, it was full of these watches and spare parts. And she said, it's too heavy. Her dad said, yes, and I would be a pretty poor father who would ask his little girl to carry such a load. It is the same way, Corrie, with knowledge. Some knowledge is too heavy for children. And when you are older and stronger, you can bear it. But for now, you must trust me to carry it. And I love this analogy because it's a picture of what Christ does for us. He is our father. And in Matthew 4, it says that his burden is light. He doesn't ask us to carry around heavy suitcases. Kids, have any of you ever been going on a trip and you have packed your bag so full of stuff that you can't close it or it's too heavy to carry? You've had to get your sibling to sit on top so you can get the zipper done up? I know I've done that before. And it even reminds me of when I used to go to school. We used to have to carry, I don't know if you do it now because you have computers and things, but we used to have to carry lots of textbooks. And by the time I got home from school, my back would be really sore because it was so heavy, um, like, during the day. But life can sometimes be like this suitcase. More and more, I see our children being bombarded by so many ideologies, by societal pressure, by social media, and by constant peer pressure. Whether it be in school, at sport, at dance, at a friend's house, in the park, or maybe in your home, Our children are given so much more access to information, opinions, and advice from so many other people than you or I may have been. Our children are being asked to carry a load way heavier than they should have to. We are also bombarded in our own lives. Whether it be the pressure of so many different things that sometimes the truth of God's word can be threatened to be snuffed out in our lives. This is why, more than ever, I see it as an, imp- an important mission to empower our next generation to stand firm. My vision in kids is to help our children be the influencers, not the influenced, and to teach them to seek God's kingdom first. You may not have children here today. I myself don't have children yet. Or you might not be around children every day in your life. But I want to encourage you to stay engaged this morning and lean in as we all have a part to play in, the, in our future generations. And I believe that God has put something on my heart for all of us today. My question is, are you armed to stand? Let's pray before we go further. Father, I pray that today that the words that come out of my mouth, God, will be Holy Spirit breathed. God, I pray that they would settle on the hearts of those who need to hear it. God, I pray that each of us would go home today feeling equipped and empowered by your word. God, we love you and we thank you for the opportunity to be in your house with our church family around us. Amen. Amen. Well, before I continue, we have another video to watch with some testimonies from our kids and some of our parents about what they've learned about Jesus and how it helps them in their everyday life. We could have that now. That'd be great. your beautiful daughter Tori, what has she learned in her life or in kids' church um, that she's been able to use in her life? Uh, definitely prayer. She will remind me uh, if I'm in pain when I had surgery on my shoulder, that God can take the pain away so I don't have to be in pain. Um, and just everything, everything like we can pray over the weather, the, the cleaning get done, yeah, everything. For sure. Yes. So you've seen like um, coming and learning about God has like helped her in her everyday life. Definitely. And in parenting with her. As yes, well. yeah. She's not listening. We pray for the ears to be turned on. We yeah. pray for God to help with her behavior. Okay. Especially in the last week when we had a martial arts camp, there was one day that she was very tired from the week leading <laughs> up to it, and we just prayed. And she's now not ashamed of praying around other people. So at so first, she was, because fortnightly is the only time she comes. So. Yeah. She was very here and there, but now she's all for it. That's awesome! How cool is the power of prayer? Yes, 100%. <laughs> what have you learned at kids that has helped you in your everyday life? Um, I've had a lot of brain problems at school, so when you told us that like we needed like not retaliate and love one another and love your an- enemies and like the golden rule and stuff, um, that helped me. So I can just like deal better. With mm-hmm. cool. yeah that's so good and is there something you do maybe at home that helps you or how do you talk to god about that um i usually like pray normally at night time mm-hmm. but yeah when i'm having hard time I just do it in my room or something yeah that's so cool um one thing that i learned from kids church was that you just need to get involved with the things you do for god and just to love everyone no matter what they say about you or what they do towards you Eli, can you show me your memory vest? It's good. It's good. It's really powerful. It's powerful! <laughs> How good is that? Good job, buddy. How have you seen learning memory verses? And. Um, coming to church being a benefit for your children? Um, I've noticed that uh, Hannah has grown in a lot of confidence over the time that she's been at church. Um, Lucas has learned a lot of discipline, which is really good for Lucas, and uh, a lot of self-control. Yeah. And Eli is just chipping up knowledge as much as he Loving can. It. Um, in school, when I need a memory verse, I usually think back to kids' church and like all the memory verses that we had to learn. And sometimes it was annoying because like we had to learn really big verses, not just like Jesus wept. And it was really long, but um, I used them for school and it helped a lot. So that was a very good encouragement. What have you got here? My wooden sword. the camera, and hold it up. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yes. What does it help remind you of? The, how i Helps us in our lives. That's right. And what about you were telling me? What about these cracks and the breaks in the wood? The cracks remind me of uh, the hard bits in Jesus's and God's life. The smooth bits remind me of how Jesus heals, and the burdens remind me of how um, and the Lord will sacrifice anything to help us. That's right, and as always, with that say you were saying yes and when why does that help you remembering that because the sword is the thing in the bible that helps you gives us power and helps us remember jesus and god's sacrifice that's so good thanks buddy awesome story Well, how encouraging is that? I love that Emerge kids are using prayer, the Word of God, memory verses, and serving others, and that they are learning to be confident in who God made them to be in their everyday life. You know, truth is what we can arm ourselves with. We can fight the enemy with God's truth. The truth of God's Word doesn't fail, and it is so important to put on truth every day. Ephesians 6, 10 to 19, which we're going to focus on this morning, talks about the armor of God. And it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers You know, when the world is throwing things our way, when social media is bombarding us with opinions, kids, when your friends are trying to get you to do the wrong thing or show you something that you know isn't right, we need to remember to stand against this. God has given us the tools to fight the pressure of this world and the tools to get ready our next generation to stand we can get so busy and so confused and try to carry around that baggage and we forget that God has already given us what we need to fight. Instead of facing life unarmed, we've got to choose to daily pick up our armor and to put it on. In chapter 6, it continues with verse 14. It says, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled on. Now I have belt here. I'm going to buckle it on. And sometimes in Kids Church, when we're talking about the armor of God, we joke that if you don't have your belt buckled on, that your pants might fall down and you might get embarrassed. But when you have the belt of truth buckled on, you can stand on the truth of God's word. Parents, it is so important to teach your children the truth because the world doesn't want to hear it and they don't teach it that much either. Let us arm ourselves with truthfulness. Let's be seekers of the truth. When you do this, you are able to spot the lies when they come against us and you can tell them the truth of God's word and then those lies can't get through to us. We need to put on our belt every day. It continues by saying with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Now I have a pretty cool breastplate. How awesome is this? It's very sparkly. Love it. Um, So we've got to put on the breastplate. Now being righteous means making the right choices. Now of course none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes whether we are teachers, kids, adults, grandparents, pastors, we are all human and everyone has failed except Jesus. But through what he did on the cross for us, if we accept his salvation, he sees us as righteous. When we do make a mistake, we can often feel guilty in our hearts. We might get our feelings hurt or we might um, have like our self-worth attacked. But if we are wearing that breastplate of righteousness, it protects us with the approval of being Christ's son or daughter We are accepted, we are loved, and we are chosen by him. His mercies are new for us every morning. So we must arm ourselves by remembering how Jesus sees us so that we can aim to make right choices every day. In verse 15, it says, And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Now, I have some boots here, and they are my Ugg boots. And so I thought it'd be a bit cheeky here and put them on. I don't think these were quite the boots that Jesus or the shoes that Jesus was talking about in his word. But I thought it would be fun to preach in not boots. And I'm the kids' father, so we'll get away with that. So when we put on our shoes of readiness, we are ready to... Battle for peace in our lives. Shoes protect us when we are walking through life. Things can get chaotic. God gives us the gospel of his peace so we can be ready to face the world knowing that he is control of everything that's going on. If we are armed with the readiness, then we are on the winning team. We can be ready to go and share this encouraging news of the gospel to those around us. We can be pre- peace bringers to a world that so desperately needs to know about Jesus. In verse 16, it says, In addition to this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. How impressive is this shield? (laughs) You know, when things are being thrown our way, When the diagnosis comes or the bills arrive or you don't make the team at school or you get told that you aren't good enough, hold up your shield, speak faith. You know, attacks are inevitable. Our schools and churches are being attacked. They have so much coming against them, but we need to be able to stand. Parents, when your children are doubting, speak faith over them. Things like, tomorrow is a new day. God's got a good plan for your life. I believe in you. Keep trying. You know, adults, let's stir up our faith and let's encourage each other and our next generation when we get the opportunity. I love how this verse says that it doesn't say that it just does some of the arrows. It says, that he will extinguish all of the arrows of the evil ones. And yes, there are times where we will go through things and we can't see the end result, but hold up your shield of faith and stay faithful because God has got you. In verse 17, I don't know where to put this. There we go. In verse 17, it says to take, put on, sorry, the helmet of salvation, I've got an awesome helmet that I'm going to wear on my head. There we go. How cool is that? So aren't we so thankful for salvation? God has taken care of all the burdens that we could ever imagine carrying. You know, the mistakes we make, the failures, the time you let the team down or the time you got laughed at. We can let go of the doubt. The guilt, the fear, God has already taken care of it at the cross. Through his forgiveness, the helmet protects our mind from doubting what God did for us. You know, I love that it's a helmet because it covers our mind and our thinking. And we need to wear this mindset daily. It encourages us on the days where we we don't feel good enough. It blocks those voices that whisper, no one loves me. I can't do this. It is our protection. God's salvation protects our minds. It tells us that nothing can separate us from what has been done at the cross Arm yourselves with the helmet of salvation. Verse 17 continues with the only weapon that we need. And it says, and that is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I have Nathan's sword here, which is very cool. Thank you, Nathan, for letting me borrow it. It's pretty awesome. Sorry. (laughs) This word, so, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and it equips us for everything that we will face. You've got to learn to love the word, to memorize it. This is why in Kids Church, we learn memory verses and we do them in sign language because it helps us to remember. And every new series we do, we have a new memory verse. And this week, well, sorry, just last week, we learned a whole brand new one. And I thought it was a really tricky one. It had some crazy signs in it. And I went, I feel a bit scary holding this. Um, anyway, so I went to the Butchman's house this week and Hannah came up to me and she was like, Miss Ange, I already know the memory verse. And she stood there and she told me it and she did all of the signs and I was so impressed. So well done, Hannah at Morayfield. You are amazing. And I myself still remember verses in certain situations that I learnt as a child. And the Holy Spirit comes and he reminds me of them and that brings me assurance. I'm just going to take this off. It's very distracting. <laughs> um, you know, when I was a young girl, I dealt with a lot of fear in my life. Um, it was... Fear that would keep me up at night and physically shaking for hours on end. And I would have a lot of fears about lots of different things. But my father, he would come and he would sit on my bed and he would read scripture over me. Sorry. (laughs) Things like, the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The Lord goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. He'd read... He is my refuge and my fortress, to whom I'd trust. He will cover you with his feathers. You will not fear. Church, these verses have stuck with me. And when at times challenges come, I can declare them over my life and they bring me peace and confidence. Let the Spirit prompt you. There is power in his word. This is your weapon. Keep it sharp. In Hebrews... Um, for it says that the word is quick it is powerful and it is sharper than any two-edged sword so pick up your weapon every day verse 18 the last verse we're going to read of this passage it says and pray in the spirit of all on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests you know, what I love about praying is in Kids Church, is that we can pray for anything. Sometimes we prayed for a cat to come back that he's been missing for years. Sometimes we pray for paper cuts to be healed. Sometimes we pray for really good presents at Christmas time. And the absolutely best part is that they totally believe it. But you know, they also believe that when we put in our 10 cents to help our sponsor child in Indonesia, Abrani, they believe that that's going to make a difference in his life. When they pray for their friends to come From school to come to church, they totally believe it. And kids are amazing prayers. They don't try to make it sound holy. They just say it as it is. And I think that we can all learn from this. It can be a daily conversation with our Father, handing over the burdens and the things that come our way during the day. Instead of storing them in a suitcase, the verse says to pray on all occasions. Are you arming yourself with prayer? I felt today that I needed to remind us that the Lord has already equipped us with everything that we need to fight the enemy. The world tries to get us a carrier, a carrier, to carry sorry, a heavier weight than we need to. For you, it might be the pressures of work, the fear of bringing up family in the climate of the world we live with. It could be the weight of study and wondering, is it worth it? The constant health battles that you or a family member might keep having. It could be the chaos of day-to-day business or family life. It could be your finances or worries about the future. There are so many things you might find yourself lugging around. Anxieties or insecurities, exhaustion. Maybe for you it's a feeling of emptiness or fatigue. I don't know everyone here, or at Redcliffe, or at Morefield, or those of you watching online, but I do know that we all experience different things in different seasons. When things come our way, we can freak out, we can get overwhelmed, and we can put all of the things that we've learned to combat in our life back in our suitcase, and we carry it around with the rest of our baggage, forgetting to take it out and to stand firm on God's promises. But I would encourage you today to come to the Father. To remember that he never required us to carry the heaviness of the world's baggage. He's dealt with that for us at the cross. He's given you the tools to fight, to stand, to arm yourselves. With that salvation, with the faith, with the peace, with the righteousness and with the truth and his Holy Spirit. There are three practical ways I would encourage you to arm yourselves with to stand in your everyday life. And the first one of those is the word. We need to set the habit of seeking God's truth. We need to learn scripture and memorize it. Then we can live by it and actually do what it says and put it on every day. I encourage you to pick up your weapon, proclaim it and declare it over your life. When you're around others, be an example of God's truth. Share his love. Encourage someone with a verse. Sometimes we write encouraging notes in kids' church and give them to each other or take them home to give to a friend at school. You know, hang scripture around your house for your kids to see or for people to see when they visit. You know, Caleb and I are moving soon and we have scripture for our year written up on the wall and the man showing people through our house, um, he stopped the other day and he was just standing there reading it for like a few minutes and he turned to me and he was like, wow, that is so uplifting. <laughs> and um, it was just so awesome to encourage him that the word of God works in our lives. You know, parents, do devotions with your kids. Use things like the Bible app for kids. Resource yourself with devotion books that are out these days. At Kids Church, we send home make-it-stick sheets with questions and ideas and verses that you can look at during the week with your kids. But whatever it is, find what works and do it with your family. It is so important, church, to have a verse to meditate on, or maybe you could read the armour of God every day. Whatever it is, arm yourself with the word. It is your weapon. The second thing is prayer. Pray for yourself and the things that are happening in your world. Pray for your children and pray for our future generations. Grandparents, the power of a praying grandparent is incredible. My grandma has 22 grandchildren and 52 great-grandchildren. They are all aware of her faith, and sometimes I've heard her talk about that they occasionally they'll call her and they'll say, hey, Nan, can you pray for this or that or whatever it is? And you know, she has planted seeds in their lives. Your prayers are powerful. Young adult, pray for your future spouse. Pray for your children. Pray for the work that you do and the impact that you can have in your world. Parents, pray for your kids. Pray for their friends and their friend's salvation. Pray in the car for them on the way to school. I know one of my sisters, she goes through the armor of God with her kids in the morning so that when they walk into school, they are armed, ready, and protected for their day. Kids, Emerge kids, you are powerful prayers. Make sure you are praying for your friends, for your teachers, and for your future because your prayers are powerful. The third thing today is serving. Once we are armed, we can serve. You know, earlier in that same chapter in Ephesians 6, it says to serve wholeheartedly. I believe that this is the key to keeping ourselves armed. We have gifts and talents that we can honour Christ with by building his kingdom. You and I were created to make Christ famous. Moreyfield, you were created to make Christ famous. Redcliffe, You were created to make Christ famous. And those of you online, you are created to make Christ famous in your world. We are to love God and love others passionately. Our world needs us. You are called. A part of making him famous is making his body and his church attractive. You know, the host team, they might need your friendly smile to welcome that person who's been really brave in coming to know that they will be accepted here. The worship team might need your fingers to play piano or sing. You know, the cafe, they might need you to pour milk. Serving Christ can be so easy, yet so powerful, and not only in others' lives, but in your own life. It helps keeps us sharp. It helps us keep our armor on. The media team might need your design flair to make our media relevant, or a child might need a high five on the Sunday because that's the only time in their week that they feel seen, that they feel like they are cared for and loved. Parents, serving is one of the greatest examples that you can give your children. Sure, there might be times where you can't, but I am so thankful that my parents were committed to being in church and making and that they had a heart to make his house better. You know, I am still committed and passionate in church today because of their example. I see families at all of our locations. I see the Youngs at Red Cliff, the Lopez's, the McDonald's, the Cassidy's, so many families here. And I see people like the Nordea's, the Brown's, the Butchman's, all our families. Um, families at Fields. There are so many families that serve and teaching your children to love the house of God is an incredible gift to them. If you don't serve today, I would prompt you to prayerfully consider it. I believe that it will only benefit your life. Come and talk to someone today. There's plenty of people and in your location, go and talk to a pastor or someone with a host shirt on or you can sign up on the hub. As we come to a close, I'd ask the band to come across all locations. And in a moment, Pastor Joe and Pastor Nina are going to take over Morayfield and Redcliffe to close their service. And they're going to do a prayer of salvation and then continue with their day. But first, I want to pray for all of us together. Emerge kids, we are going to pray now. And so whatever you are doing, I want you to pop it down and I want you to join in and focus with us. You know, in kids' church, we sometimes use movement as we pray, and so today, being a family service, I thought that we could pray through the armor of God together. If you feel comfortable, I'd love for you to join in with us. So in a moment, I'm going to pray through each piece of the armor, and I want you to reflect today on what you might be needing to pick up and put on. You know, it could be the helmet of salvation. You might feel like your mind needs to be renewed. And so when I pray for that, we're going to lay our hands on our head. It could be the belt of truth to combat the lies that you've been listening to. And you need some truth in your life. So when I pray for that, we're going to put our hands on our hips. It could be the shoes of peace. You know, you might be living in a bit of chaos and you need some peace in your life. You need the courage of God to share the gospel when opportunity arises. So we're going to put on some shoes. It could be the breastplate of righteousness for healing over your heart and protection to remember that you are called, you are purposed and you are loved by your heavenly father. So we're going to cover our heart for that one. It could be the shield to block things that come. And you might need today to stir up your faith, to speak faith into some of the situations in your life. And so we're going to hold up our shields. It could be the sword. Maybe you need to fight a little. Maybe you need to fall in love with God's Word and arm yourself with that every day. So while I pray, I encourage you and I'd love for you to join me in act, doing those actions together. Whatever it might be for you, you can act out. So because we want to be able to stand and fight, I'd actually like us to stand today as a sign that we are ready to stand firm in our faith. Why don't you close your eyes as we do this? Father, we thank you for your word today. God, we are so thankful that we have access and to your strength and your armor, God. God, thank you for what you did at the cross that we can access you. All right, God, we choose today to put on the belt of truth, to arm ourselves with the truth, to spot the lies that come against us and to stand against them. God, we put on the breastplate of righteousness to cover our heart from hurt and past mistakes, to know that through what you've done at the cross, you see us as your children, your chosen ones. God, give us the strength to make right choices. God, we put on the shoes of readiness that we may be bringers of peace into our world, God, that we can be sharers of the gospel when the opportunity arises. God, make us strong and courageous. We arm ourselves with the helmet of salvation. Jesus, thank you for what you did at the cross. God, that we can line up our thinking with your word and your truth. That you guard our minds and protect us from distractions that may come. God, we hold up our shield of faith. And we say to the attacks of the evil one that we trust and believe in a mighty God that anything thrown our way will be defeated in his name. We declare breakthrough in our lives. And God, we thank you for the sword of the spirit that you have given us, your Holy Spirit, your powerful word, your weapon, the truth that we can stand on and fight with. God, we thank you today for the plans that you have for each and every one of our lives and that we can pick up the armour daily and walk in truth, covering ourselves with your word, with prayer, and with serving others. Lord, bless us this week and teach us to arm ourselves to stand. God, we love you. Amen.